Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hello, here we are live. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm going to share in today's broadcast how to free yourself from anxiety. I have a special guest joining me, Alicia Kapani. And the reason I asked Alicia to be here with me today is she is an excellent example of someone who's used this work to become free from anxiety, anxiety and depression. And she always shares with so much compassion and authenticity. It's beautiful to have her share what her experience has been with in this work um, in a way that makes it really tangible for other people. Um, for those of you who don't know me, um, I'm a physician sharing about mind-body medicine and how the body can heal itself. I have experienced severe, severe anxiety and panic disorder for many, many years of my life in the past. Um, and this was before it was like a moment-to-moment -moment term, like everybody's like, I'm so anxious. I had never heard the word before. I thought I was possessed by the devil. I didn't know what was happening to me. And I had to find my own way out of it. Therapy didn't work. Medication was a nightmare. Nothing anyone had around me really understood what was happening within me. And I had to find my own way to begin to witness, oh, what's happening in my body when I breathe this way? Oh, what if I begin to do this focus in my mind? What if I begin to use my body in this way with the breath and observe how my body responded to that and then develop what I'm now using in these tools that have assisted hundreds of people to resolve anxiety and depression. Um, so, so this is the work I'm sharing now. Alicia is a member of my team in the mind body community, and she is such a beautiful soul has such an authentic um, way of sharing this work. So let's begin. Alicia, thank you for being here. You're welcome. So happy to be here and share my journey and hope that it assists others. So anyone who's listening live, please share where you're tuning in from. I know there's lots of people already, already <laughs> typing in. I'm looking forward to this. Jessica, is there anyone who wants to go through the course together? I'm 40 years old. I'm a mom of two and I would love support. Oh, that's fantastic. Cindy, I'm a hairstylist. I recommend you to all my clients when I suggest EFT. Awesome. Hello, Karen. Hello from Virginia, Bonnie, Michigan, uh, Jennifer, Michigan as well, Vermont, Vail, Colorado, Ireland, New Brunswick, Canada, Iowa, Calgary. Yes. Oh, my mom's here. Oh, that's so fantastic. Wow. Hi, mom. Precious <laughs> mom. Awesome. Hello, Maria from Sweden, Jessica from California. All right, awesome, Mexico. So um, sh certainly share your experience of, have you experienced anxiety? Have you experienced depression? What's it been like? Meaning what's that physical experience in your body or what's it been like in your life? And then also um, what have you done to, to cope with this, to deal with this, to try to um, get it better? I'd love to hear about that. Um, and then why don't you share a little bit, Alicia, what this was like for you, what, what uh, you were experiencing and like what your life was like before you found this work? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I had anxiety and depression and like other kind of physical illnesses as well. The depression was like getting my attention the most 
So a lot of the things that I, I did to help with depression just automatically helped me with my anxiety. Like the last time you interviewed me, like I shared about how the ABC tool helped me so much, like the instant elevation technique that you talk about. That's like my go-to tool for everything. And that just like brought me into a higher consciousness where like things that didn't align with that faded away. And then there started to be like less things that would make me anxious. Like the kind of things that used to make me anxious were like anything new or the unknown, like appointments, like doctor's appointments or like making plans on a weeknight when I had work the next day. Like I was so anxious. I'm like, I have to be home by nine o'clock. Like I just like wouldn't make plans on weeknights or wouldn't make plans like day before an appointment because I was so anxious. Um, I would get overwhelmed when I felt like I had like more than one thing to do in a day. I had like social anxiety. I would get really anxious because I like cared a lot about what people thought about me and things like that. Um, and a lot of that shifted when I started to like remember more of who I really am. Like you, you always talk about how the only thing that can ever be lacking Oh, that's so sweet. I know. It's <laughs> yes. Um, you always talk about how the only thing that could ever be lacking is more of you showing up. And like, just like the more I started to access more of who I really am, a lot of things faded out of my life that, gave, that triggered my anxiety that weren't serving me. And I just started to see things differently. So it gave me less anxiety. Um, like, for this example, is like, I think we should elaborate on is who I really am and more of me showing up, like what we understand is that the true me, which is the, the, the presence of love, I just am, I exist, non-judgment, it's not the identity me. Um, and, and, and who I really am is like, well, I'm trying to be this person who's like, I'm perfect, I have it together, I'm doing this thing, here's what I like. And you're like, wait a minute, do I just think those things or is that organic? Is that what I really like? Is that what really makes me come alive? Here I'm doing this job, but who I really am is maybe I'm more artistic or maybe I'm more expressive or you know, I'm sitting in a cubicle, but what I really wanna do is dance. So when you let even in small ways, more of who I really am show up in the picture, it powerfully heals the body. Yeah, exactly. Like normally something like this, like going live on this call or like when you ask me to go live in the embracing health call, like that makes me feel a little anxious and nervous, but it's like totally different now because I want to do this. So if there's anxiety that comes up, I don't make it wrong. And then when you don't make it wrong, it moves through. Whereas in the past, things would make me anxious that like I didn't want to do and I felt like I had to do. Like you know, my job made me anxious. Like going to those team meetings made me anxious. Going to doctor's appointments made me anxious. None of those things are really serving me or what my body needed or wanted anyways, most of those things. Um, so when I really released the I have to thing, like I remembered more of who I really am. Abundance is my birthright. My wisdom will guide me. I really released the I have to do things. And I just gave myself all the freedom in the world. That helped so much. Like when I just was like, Lisa, you can do this, you cannot do this. You can go to this thing, you cannot go to this thing. It's okay either way, I'll love and accept you either way. That helped a lot. It's like how you talk about in that video on YouTube, it's like one of my favorite videos of yours about breaking bad habits. You talk about how when you're in a higher harmonic of self-love, you're no longer in the harmonic where you do like self-destructive things. So a lot of people feel like they need to push themselves and motivate themselves and they make themselves wrong if they're like not getting things done or not going to things, but that actually has you do that thing more. So when I just started being more loving and accepting of myself either way, 
then I would naturally just do the things that my body actually needed and wanted and anything else I just stopped doing. And there was just less things in my life that made me anxious. Yeah, I'm gonna write these notes. So we do have a whole course on this for those who wanna go further, but I'm gonna write these notes because these are for everybody, just nuggets. Like let more of who you really are come through. This is mm -hmm. like not, um, it's natural, but because we have so many mind ideas over who we should be, how we should be, it's not, uh, it's like we, um, we suppress it. And then that creates a lot of anxiety because now I'm trying to pull this thing off that isn't really organic and effortless. So that's kind of the first one. And then the second one, I think you said so beautifully is like um, to get out of, I have to and move it to, I choose to. And this mm -hmm. is one that I think goes under the radar for so many people. I have to, get up and feed my kids, even though I'd rather sleep. I have to go do that job I hate because that's the only way I can make money. And if you just grab those little I have to's and you're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What if I choose to? What if I choose to get up even though I don't feel like it? I choose to go to this job even though on some level it's not authentic to me. Maybe you don't see another way right now. Maybe you haven't let in another opportunity, so you're gonna choose the one that's on the table. But if you remember, I'm choosing it, the powerlessness will no longer be part of the equation because it's the powerlessness that amplifies and instills the fear. And we've seen this scientifically that it's not that the mice are gonna get a shock or that the kid is gonna be abused that actually creates the trauma in the system and in the brain. It's that I have no control over it. And actually I already find that it's that I believe I have no control over it because mm -hmm. when they put a little lever in the, in the crate with the mice and the mice are like, oh, okay, when I press that lever, I won't get a shock they no longer have that stress state and anxiety response. But they found even if the lever isn't hooked up, just that it's there and the mouse thinks it's gonna work helps the mouse feel better, a sense of control. And same mm -hmm. thing with, and we're in an abusive situation. If we feel like, well, I know I could leave anytime, you'll actually have a sense of, I'm, I'm choosing to stay or I could choose to leave and it will not traumatize the brain and nervous system to the same degree. So it's perceived powerlessness that really has this like take over and literally change the brain. So the brain now has these new firings that are triggering anxiety and fear, even when there's like nothing going on, right? Like the wind blew a certain way. <gasps> Wait, maybe we're going to have a hurricane. Your body's going to see the, the lions and tigers everywhere, even if it's just like little mice. So um, that's what really triggers the brain, the nervous system, the mind-body system to be geared and wired for fear, anxiety, and depression versus let those patterns release. Yeah. And you mm -hmm. also always talk about how in any like unwanted situation, you always have three choices. You can change it, leave it, or accept it, but you always have a choice and there'll always be at least one of those options available for you. So when you realize you really always have a choice, there's already less anxiety. Like when you're choosing it, you don't feel like you have to. That helped a lot. And also like it really helped me to just realize that like none of this is even real. Like when I would say that to myself, like none of this is even real. This is just like one big virtual reality that I'm co-creating. Like I brought in this exact circumstance to bring up in me what's not serving me. Like I created this. So when you realize that it's just one big virtual reality and it's not even real, it really softened me. 
It's like when you say it feels heavy to buy into a lie and it feels light to buy into the truth. Whenever I would say the words, this isn't even real, like I would just feel lighter. I would feel less anxious. And this kind of brings us to, so that that's like the third point is like, what are the three options available? I can mm -hmm. change it. I can leave it. I can accept it as it is. And, and that third one is one we sort of work a lot with, with embracing health. Don't fight for health. Don't run out and do whatever it takes and work hard and finally have the health. That isn't actually well-being and true health. That's like a short-lived experience. Um, so sometimes leaving is clearly not the option, right? Like I'm in a marriage and maybe maybe things aren't going well and I'm like, I'm just going to leave. So you're like, well, that may not be the wisest thing. So then you try to change it, right? I'm going to change him. I'm going to make him be different and be what I want. And then you maybe work at that for like five years and you're exhausted and resentful and you realize like, wait a minute, what's the other option? Oh, what if I accept this as it is? For something like I'm being abused, that's not usually going to be the choice. Like that's just not um, the option that's going to be accessible. Uh, but if it's like, I don't like how he does this thing or I don't like that he never does these tasks, you know, takes out the garbage or never says, I love you. Um, when I move into acceptance and realize, can I be in well-being and have this thing be exactly as it is? And you'll very often find like, you know what? I could let this go and just be happy in myself. And then whenever this thing changes, it changes. And that 99% of the time ends up being the nidus for that change yeah. because as i let go of attachment i'm a better receiver and now there's not the pressure on that part of my life or on that person that's keeping them in place and they can actually evolve into something else so um so that's just another thing we play with and uh and i, I put that in the notes here as well one of them will always be accessible but if you're trying to bark up the tree of the other ones, you're going to get really frustrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you accept it as it is, like you're coming into a state of more peace. And so everything is going to like match that new consciousness that you're in. So the people around you are either going to respond to that or that thing's not going to trigger you anymore because it was coming up to bring up yeah. what wasn't serving you. And when you dissolved it, it just didn't trigger you anymore. So it's like one of those two things. It doesn't trigger you anymore or the, your situation just resolved itself because now you're at more peace. Well, perfect example right now with what's coming up in society with like, there is a bad infection and you should be scared all the time. You have to do this thing. And if you don't, you're bad. And all the judgment that's coming up around people in fear and thinking that the answer is to have everybody do it the way I think we should do it, right? Here's the right way. If everyone would just do that, then I'll feel better. So I'm making my well-being conditional and then like maybe putting a lot of effort into pressuring others. Um, and that really is going to create more anxiety, not less, um, because it, it's actually if I could let my well-being be unconditional, what would that take? So ask yourself the question right now, what would it take to let my well-being be unconditional? And then kind of just sit with that question. Don't don't answer it. Um, sit with that question, because when you're open and observing your receptive and awareness can come in and your body's picking up tons of information all the time, you'll actually get that awareness. Like, whoa, what if I just let go of blah, blah, blah? What if I just do this thing differently? And you realize like, okay, what is available to me right now that I can access versus what I think has to happen. That's just an exercise in frustration. 
Mm -hmm. I'm going to put that in there too. Uh, what would it take for me to be in well-being now? And I say now, like now in this moment versus what the mind says is when this happens or when that changes, then I'll get to have it. But that's never going to be enough for your system because now I'm waiting and it's conditioned on something outside me. So I'm also powerless. Mm -hmm. And what actually creates fear and anxiety and depression is that fear and that powerlessness. So instead, what's available now? How can I access even 2% more well-being now? What would it take for me to have a little more lightness right now? And we could talk about that for an hour. But if you just ask the question, you're shifting, changing the channel of what you're tuning into. And you'll begin to tune into awareness of other possibilities. If you had that experience, you want to share about that as well? Oh, I definitely had that experience. Like maybe in the opposite sense than most of the planet. Like I was feeling triggered because I felt like really isolated and alone that I'm kind of going against the norm kind of thing. Um, and I, like, I would feel triggered every time I heard that somebody, you know, did get to make that choice, right? Because it just made me feel even more isolated and alone. And I felt like I needed everyone to make the same choice as me so I would feel less isolated and alone. Well, that's not true. I was already feeling isolated and alone. This was just bringing it to the surface even more. So it wouldn't have been true that, okay, if everyone did what I did, I wouldn't feel this way. Like, that's not true. I was still carrying those energies. They still needed to be met. So I've been embracing them more and more. And now I'm able to like be around people who, who didn't make the same choice as me. And I'm still able to connect with them and be less triggered. So it's inviting me into even more wholeness. So yeah, it's always happening for me. And this kind of brings up the next point I wanted to make is when fear and anxiety comes up or even depression, tune into what's actually happening in the body now. So there's the sensation and then there's what the mind makes it means. There's the experience and then there's what the mind makes it means. So like uh, the experience may be, I lost my job, you know, I'm, I got fired, I can't go. And then the mind's like, oh my God, I'm, I only have another month's worth of supplies and money and then I'm gonna be devastated, I'll be on the street, I'll never make it, my life's gonna end. So you realize the mind is gonna take you through the trajectory of the limited possibilities you see available in this 10 seconds. Right. Because what's actually possible is like, OK, I lost my job and like tomorrow I bump into someone and I get a new job or tomorrow X, Y, Z happens that I never imagined in a million years was even a possibility. But the mind can't go there. So the mind's going to map out the trajectory based on what I already know in this moment and what I already see in this moment. And it's going to take me through a series of like okay, my lover left me, I'll never have anyone. And then I'll just go through life and be completely alone. And then I'll die of lonely, broken heart all by myself. And it's, you know, it's always gonna end with like this, this terrible death. It's gonna take you on this road that's gonna end with this like suffering and death. But if you tune into, okay, wait a minute, let's bring it back right here, right now. What's actually happening? I lost my job. Oh, my heart's racing. Oh, there's tension in my neck. Oh, there's like a butterfly fluttering in my stomach. Okay, so, and I'm not saying sit there for 10 days and just do nothing else. I'm saying for a moment, meet what's here. So now if I breathe into that and I breathe into the butterflies 
and I maybe like notice the shoulders and let my body know, okay, body, you can soften. It's okay. I breathe a little more fully. I notice like, well, my breath is in my upper chest. Okay. I'll like soften and let the breath come to the belly. That's all I do. 10 seconds. There's a shift that happens. Inevitably, that shift absolutely changes your perception. Like, wait a minute, why don't I just do that? But it also, very importantly, changes your electromagnetics. Like, you're not the same person emitting the same signal in you know, the before and in the after. When I soften, I notice and I breathe into the sensations. I create a massive electromagnetic shift that actually has my body send out a different signal. It actually has my brain register different information. And this is really where the magic happens that lets something new get created in our lives. So when you feel the fear or the anxiety, tune into what's actually is what the mind says is going to happen and let your breath come in, let the body soften. So you allow a shift right here, right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marissa said, I use the instant elevation technique and it helps. And you did mention that Alicia. So maybe share how that's worked for you and how you do it. Yeah. So like all it really is, is like when you're triggered, soften your shoulders, bring awareness to what you're feeling, breathe more fully into your belly, right? When you breathe more fully into your belly, that's activating your parasympathetic nervous system state. So it's getting you out of fight or flight. But that was like my go-to for, for everything. Like when I first found you, like, I don't know, three or four years ago, and I didn't really understand any of this, you had sent out an email that said that the ABC tool was your favorite mind body tool. So I just started like doing it every day a little bit. And then like things in my life just started shifting that my mind couldn't even comprehend that that was a possibility available for me. Like I was in a job I really, really didn't like, like felt like I couldn't be there for like another second. It was so bad. And my mind only thought, okay, there's two options. You quit or you find another job or you just stay here. Right. Um, But when I just did your ABC tool for like a week, this whole other possibility opened up. They just like moved me to a different position without me even even having to ask because I was no longer at the same consciousness as that job. Um, So the the ABC tool like not only shifts your physiology, physiology, but like your whole world is responding to your state of consciousness. So then everything started responding to me. I started to realize my power more and more. And then once you realize that you like once you start to use the ABC tool and like get familiar with it and know how to move through your emotions with ease, it creates less anxiety because like you get anxiety when you think about this future thing that's going to happen. But like when that thing is going to happen, all that's really going to happen is it's going to trigger something in you. You're going to feel something. So if you knew how to move through what you were feeling with ease, you'd be less anxious about this thing happening. Cause you're like, even if that happens, even if I feel that way, I know how to move through my emotions with ease. I've got my go-to mind body tool. I've got my agency tool. Like it's okay. So that helped me with anxiety a lot too. This is really powerful because it brings us back to the point of power that, that I have the ability to make a change in the now your body only lives in the now that will affect everything in my life and affect what happens going forward um i I think so many people are suffering with anxiety and then we don't know what to do so we scramble and scramble and a lot of the ways we grasp what we grasp for is like outside of us let's take that pill or 
even if it's an exercise, I got to do that exercise. And what we're not, what we're overlooking is what if I just meet what's arising now with presence and breath, because that energy will move. But when we tense and clamp down, it obviously, you know, energy can't flow. So um, this is a really uh, prime uh, understanding we, we need to have of how your body works, how your physiology works, um, that you are made of energy and your body, like it will hold energy or it will just open. So energy just moves right through, especially if you're like empathic and you pick up on other people's energies, um, that can be really disconcerting. And now you got to work really hard to like counteract that. Mm -hmm. um, that, that was an awesome explanation, Alicia, because you know, you began to see things in your life change as a result of your new state. And I think that is something that's also very overlooked. It, it, you know, what's happening right now, to, to, to the point that you brought up, like what's happening right now in the world that's bringing up so much fear in so many people, we think it's because of what's happening in the world. And I know there's a million ways you could say, oh, it's because of this. Um, but what if that fear has been buried in you for decades, all your life, for generations before you, this survival fear, this fear that the power's outside me and I have to control. And you've lived this. And so you didn't feel the fear because you actually felt you were in control until something like this happens. And it's like, you're not in control. You're not okay. You're not safe. And all the fear comes up because you either believe what you're being told and then the fear just grows or you look, the fear comes up, you let it move through, and then you're like, huh, is this actually true for me? Am I about to die? Am I gonna tense up, clamp down, work hard, or I won't be okay? Like, let's look at that so that I can act and choose from my wisdom instead of the programming. So what if what's happening now is an invitation to let all the fear that's been inside you for eons, suppressed, managed, come up and move out. Yeah, and, and like you said, like where the world is going now is like we're moving towards remembering who we are, living from love and all these lower density energies of fear and anger and like powerlessness and victim consciousness. Those aren't serving us anymore and they're coming up to be dissolved because we can't take them with where we're going. So this is an opportunity to move through them and like, because I have moved through a lot of my fear and doubt, like, you know, pre what's happening in the world right now, it has brought me so much more into my power. Like that's really what's the other side of your fear is you realize how powerful you are. Mm -hmm. And then it, it makes it so much more worth it. The next time you feel anxiety and fear, you know what's on the other side of it, how much expansion there is. And so you're even more willing to move through it the next time. But by go by on the other side of your fear, I kind of want to mention that or explain that more because I'm not saying push through your fear. Like people always say on the other side of your comfort zone is everything that you want and like push yourself. To the other. I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. I mean, when you embrace your fear, it dissolves and you come more into your knowing. I know my mom doesn't like her job, too. And she's always asking me for guidance. That's my mom. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, it's powerful. Why don't you guide us through the ABC? Because um, how do you, I want to learn a little more how you use it as well. I mean, lots of people have heard me share it and talk about it, um, but we'll do a little mini exercise here. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, the first thing yeah. I do is yeah. what should we do to get out of the job? So this is where we start with the intern because the external will always be a reflection of what's going on inside. So if we shift what's going on inside, this is the most powerful pivot point to allow massive external change. So this is what we will do. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to feel what you're feeling more like with my mom, obviously I know her very well. And she, I think she's just really disconnected from what she's feeling. So if she's not really feeling what she's feeling and dissolving that like her world's not going to change because she's being invited to feel what she's feeling. This so like that's the, the whole society has been taught to disconnect. It's almost like we're applauded for how well we can disconnect. Don't feel what you feel do this instead. And then we may, the only thing we may notice is like, whoa, I just really don't like this job. But if we invite ourselves into what am I actually experiencing in my body? Oh, there's like upset stomach. Oh, there's pressure on my chest. So if we look at the outside thing, we want to change. And then we just look, oh, what is this bring up in my body? So do that now as we begin, what's actually happening in my body. And that's what we're going to begin to move. Yeah, so like the way that I do the ABC tools, I just soften my shoulders, tune into my body, and bring awareness to what I'm feeling. And there's so many different ways you can bring awareness to what you're feeling. You could rate it on a scale of 1 to 10. You could just be like, what am I feeling in my body? Where do I feel it in my body? Is it in my stomach? Is it in my chest? If you're aware of what you're feeling, like fear, for example, you could be like, how much fear do I feel on a scale of 1 to 10? Like you're going to find the way that resonates with you. I used to do the one to 10 a lot. And now it's more just soften my shoulders, tune in. Where do I feel it in my body? And then I just, now I kind of combine A and B. So while I bring awareness to what I'm feeling, that's when I start breathing slower and deeper into my belly. So I'll take at least like three breaths like that. I feel things intensify just as I'm doing that. Like I feel something in my belly and then I'm, it, it increases as I presence it and breathe. Yeah, like, like you say, what's suppressed, once you start bringing your awareness to it, it's gonna come to the surface so things might feel more intense. So then give yourself even more awareness and breath. Just keep doing the A and B over and over until you start to feel a little bit lighter. And then for the part C, I like to say, I choose to relax my body and be at total peace now. I just instantly feel lighter when I say that. But you might find the words that resonate with you. Yeah, so, so when I'm doing it right now, I realize I'm doing the A and B, like you said, together. And the mm -hmm. C kind of on top of that, the, the A and B is the awareness and breathing. And then the C is what's my conscious choice. So for example, with, with uh, Shayla, is that how I say her name? Shella. Shella. Um, the conscious choice, you know, to be in freedom or work doing work I love, or I choose to be in well-being, I choose to be in abundance. What would that be? That's the opposite of, you know, of the, what, what this experience is showing you and pointing you to the opposite of the like, 
oppression of I have to stay this job I don't like. What is the freedom? What is the sense of that? That's your conscious choice. I choose peace instead of this. And so if I'm presencing right now, and it's funny, Alicia, because I, I use this work all the time. Um, yep. And I'm, I'm really like aware of like, whoa, there's um, right now in this moment, um, stuff floating around, like that little fluttering of, of anxiety. And then just as I started to breathe into it, like I said, it intensified. And then when I brought that last piece with the C um, that you said, I, however you said it. Um, I choose to relax my body and be at total peace now. Those yeah, are your words. That was from your email. Like when I first found you like four years ago, still to this day, I use those same words. <laughs> that like brought tears because I realized like this part of me that isn't in total peace and, and just tears of compassion for that part of me that, um, that I'm connecting with right now. It's really, it's really powerful. Thank you. You're welcome. Like, yeah. And like to speak to what my mom's talking about, it's like, if you're not even aware you're in fear, like you, you can't really move through it. Like you always told me that the reason that my job before was in my life was because it was bringing up all my fears and doubts to be met. And once I actually met all those fears and doubts, that job had no purpose in my life anymore. It wasn't serving me and it just faded out of my life. But if you're not even allowing yourself to feel the fear of where, or like the discomfort of where you're at um, and you're disconnected, then, I mean, it's not going to dissolve if you're not aware of it, if it's just being suppressed. So I would just invite my mom and anyone here to just become even more present to what you're feeling. Tune in even more. And if you're in a job you don't want, think about leaving the job. And then when you think about leaving the job, that's when the fear will come up. And then you welcome that. That's what I had to do to embrace all my fears and doubts, to have that job fade out of my life. Mm. And to embrace the fears and the doubts, I really just did the ABC tool mostly. But then I actually also like welcomed it in other ways. Like you gave me this necklace. I don't know if you remember this necklace you got me. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> Leaping like this, it's their body diving. Yeah, you gave it to me um, when I went, maybe I'll show it to people so people can see that. It's like a woman diving off a cliff into the ocean. And you told me when you gave this to me, because it was a time I was really scared of the unknown. I didn't know what I wanted to do for a living and all that kind of stuff. And you were like, see, you're totally held. Like when you dive into the unknown, you're totally held by the sea of infinite possibilities. Like it's okay. So every time I was really in the fear and the doubt, I would just put this necklace on. And it was a way of welcoming the fear and the doubt rather than suppressing it, making it go away. So it's kind of like another way of using the ABC tool, another way of welcoming what I was feeling with love. So this help, necklace helped me so much. You might not even know. I, I love it. <laughs> I'm in awe of how beautiful and beautifully expressed you are. I'm so grateful for you. And I'm grateful your mom is, is seeing it too. Because when people see any expression, whether it's um. I'm in fear and, and we're, we're, we're shriveled in fear and you just acknowledge like, wow, there's a lot of fear or something that we tend to think of as positive. It's all so beautiful and it, it's beautiful to just see you um, share and come alive and there's so much wisdom in you. <laughs> we, had, uh, <laughs> we had someone say, I recognized a ton of fear patterns in myself I had rejected for so long that I'm now recognizing we're in my parents 
just a different manifestation. Super interesting. Yeah, it, it does get interesting when you're like, whoa, this is the same pattern. Like you're like, how did I create that? It's exactly the same thing my mom did, but you weren't consciously aware you were holding that energy. So sometimes it's like really surprising. But what won't be so surprising is when you meet the energy in you that is like, call it the external COVID pandemic or whatever you're gonna call it, or the external societal tension. And you're like, oh, I just wish this would resolve. Okay, what is it? What is it you're actually experiencing? So you go to the body, you breathe. Oh, there's so much tightness in my chest. Oh, there's clenching in my fists of like judgment and anger. Oh, there's flooding in my belly, whatever it might be. And you can share right now, like what that feels like for you. And then you actually breathe that energy. Let the breath come right into those spaces, soften your body a little physically soften so that breath moves through you more fluidly. And after like five or 10 breaths, you will begin to see a shift. Like you'll notice it intensifies and moves out. You'll notice it just dissipates right away. Um, maybe you notice un something underneath it where you're like, I'm so angry. I'll never let this go. And you're like, oh, didn't know I was holding that. That's interesting. Just stay in observer. You'll continue to move the energies. And, and then what you realize when you begin to live this way is so many things happen for you. Like it will change for you. The thing will go away. The person you're like, oh, I got to call this person. And you're like, all right, let me get out of angst, be in my ease. And five minutes later, they call you. So it's like, well, how can I be in a relationship with life that lets it be easy? The first thing to meet is, is, is the intensity and the fear. <laughs> and I want to share the link for anyone who does want to go further with what we're doing in the mind body solution for anxiety and mind body solution for depression. Uh, it's at drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. And it brings you through not only these tools we're talking about with the instant elevation, we'll also use EFT tapping. And there's a whole piece in there on that if you're new to that. Um, but also wait, how do I know what's more of me showing up? How do I know what am I expanding into? Um, I just did one of the videos about the set point and expanding your set point. When we get to a set point, it's like a ceiling, right? I'm going to stay in this job I hate because this is my set point. I don't think I can have more. I'm, you know, this is who I am. This is how my family is. This is how much money we're allowed to make. And beyond that, oh, that's just for someone else. Uh, so we actually either sabotage more opportunities or we like stay in the abusive situation and don't leave because it matches our set point. If we want to resolve that set point, we've got to do some uh, work in the system to let the system align with something new. And so what the set point will feel like is either, oh, I really want to get out of this, but I, I just don't know how because I won't make money or there is no other opportunity. Like you're not seeing the door or one of the things that happens with the set point is oh my God, all this amazing stuff coming in. <gasps> I know the other shoe's going to drop. This is just too good to be true. So we're in fear instead of the abundance. Like, okay, there's lots of money coming into my life, but <gasps> now I'm going to have to really work hard to prove myself that I'm worth it. Or, oh, what if I lose it? So that set point can present itself in a lot of different ways. And in that video, in the course, I, I go deeper into it and give you a really powerful, super easy tool, how to dissolve that set point in your neurology, like your brain and your nervous system are holding those belief systems and that set point in place that then dictate sabotaging behaviors 
or dictating closing down to opportunities and you didn't even know it um, happening for you versus letting that dissolution happen so things can happen effortlessly. So that's one um, video that's in there as well in the, the depression series and uh, just some really potent things to dissolve that, dissolve the, the fear. Um, but if, if you are, if people are interested in being a part of that, we're going to run this live. Uh, Alicia will be a part of that as well. Um, and we are going to have a Facebook group for this so we can interact with you um, as well. It's the Mind Body Solution for Anxiety. It's at drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. Um, it's actually now the Mind Body Solution for Anxiety and Depression because I've revised the program to add a whole series for resolving depression. You know, Alicia, when I first met you, you told me that uh, the, the the program, you just did some work online, mm -hmm. and you became free from severe depression and, yeah. you know, like suicidal depression and medication and like got off medication. And you're like, I'm not depressed anymore. And I made a video about that because I was so, so it was so beautiful to hear. Do you want to share about that experience with depression? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I had depression for like a long time, like four to five years. Um, I would have suicidal thoughts. I was just trying so many things, but everything I was trying was like from the outside in, not the inside out, how you talk about that. Like I was, a, an action from the inside out would be, okay, I'm tuning into how I'm feeling, embracing what I'm feeling. And then maybe I would be inspired to like go do your instant elevation course or whatever, or work with a practitioner. But before I found you, all the actions I were taking were from the outside in. I don't want to feel what I'm feeling. So let me take this action on the outside. So I don't have to feel what I'm feeling. So I was seeing no shift because every, I wasn't shifting my energy at all. And everything was just make this go away, make this go away. But then when I found your program and I found your work, that was so inspired. That was so fluid for me. Like it's not meant to be hard or complicated to heal. Like we're going to welcome in the resources that we need and they're going to feel fluid for us. And we're going to have the resources to do it. And it's going to feel light. That's how you came to me when I surrendered more and, and open to that. And that, course helped me so much like I didn't really um because it just had me start embracing what I was feeling more right so yeah doing a DIY program can be so helpful that might even be all you need because what you really need to do is just embrace what you're feeling more so what's not real dissolves and you come more to who you really are yeah I think it's incredible too when when we ran this course when I ran this course the first time um, many people told me I got off all my anti-anxiety medications and I got off my antidepressant medications. And this was like people who for, for years, just, this is the way I do it. I have to be on this medication. I even had, and this is not something I'm like advertising or recommending to go it alone. Many people have gotten off of, um, very addictive medicines, um, like barbiturate medications, benzodiazepine medications, where very typically the path is you're going it, to, it's a massive challenge. You have to substitute with all other kinds of substances or you just can't do it. Um, I'm not saying cold turkey, get off your benzodiazepines or, you know, like Ativan and things like that. I'm saying people have done it in this program and reported back to me. I couldn't believe I didn't have those symptoms and the withdrawal that other people had. So I, I will just share um, 
what what we've seen in this program, what, what we've seen in this work with how powerfully your body can detoxify and your body can release those old networks of severe anxiety, depression. So if you like have those in place and you get off the medication, it's like, ah, now you just have this like uninhibited neural network. But if we resolve those um, communication patterns in the body, obviously this this goes a lot further for us in what we're doing in the body with, with substances and self-medicating or um, ad uh, addictions like alcohol um, and things like that. So we will welcome um, you into this program if that is resonating for you. Um, even if you're not having like severe depression, anxiety, but you know you're ready to resolve fear in your life, you're ready to live more fully, um, feel this out and uh, and look at the ways you can source yourself from within. Someone said, I got off of two out of three psychiatric medicines because of the program. Oh, Alana, thank you for sharing this. I got off two of three psychiatric medicines because of this program. One medication is still there because it creates such withdrawal symptoms, but I'm slowly working on it with love and patience. Awesome. Marissa said, I could use this. I, I could use this if I'm somewhat dependent on alcohol to cope. Yes, because then alcohol is like self-medicating to suppress. You know, we're either going to suppress the, the anxiety patterns, the, the, the depression patterns that are there, or we're going to resolve and dissolve the anxiety and depression neural networks that are there, which is a much more powerful way to do this. Christine said, I'm tuning into how I'm feeling and I feel like so many emotions are coming up. Yeah, that's very typical. It can be overwhelming, but as you just maybe do it for 10 seconds, right? And then do it that three times a day. And then maybe it's 10 minutes. Use it in an increasing dose. It's overwhelming since I'm since I ran from what I was feeling for so long. Yeah, so just a lot of compassion for the self. Like I'm just gonna do 10 breaths right now and take a a mini dose of presencing. And then I can go back to the, maybe you are in like a suppressive clamp down pattern, but you open and soften a little more comes out each day, each time you do it, a little more comes out and it will become more and more fluid. Yeah. Like this work helped me get off my antidepressants, anti all medication, even like the medication I was taking for acid reflux. Um, and like I used to drink a lot of alcohol to, make me happier like i felt like i couldn't have a good time unless i was drinking and now i really only drink for the sake of taste and i don't drink as much and so there's definitely been like a huge huge shift there like i was hanging out with some people the other day people who kind of feel like they always need to be like drunk to have a good time and i had suggested i was like well what if you like savored your drink because they were like running out of alcohol and like freaking out they were running out of alcohol because we were on a raft and I was like, what if you just savored your drink and enjoyed it? You know, like the purpose of drinking alcohol. And they all looked at me like I was crazy. But I was like, you know what? I'm happy I got to a point where I don't need alcohol to, to be happy anymore. And, and that's exactly what this work invited me into and can invite others, other people into. I'm going to uh, end in a moment, but I want to speak to Samantha. I'm in a depression right now, and I just came across this live. I've always had a really tender spot because I've had the experience of depression and suffered terribly for so, so, so many years of my life. And, and still, um, 
use this work of presencing to move through any other little deep layers of that that might come up to stay in resilience and to stay in joy and to stay in vitality. I have so much compassion for what that's like. So I would just invite you um, in, in same thing, 10 breath increments um, to soften the physical body. So just like let the shoulders go, straighten the spine, breathe into the heart and just put your hand on your heart. And you can even say out loud, I welcome all of what's here now. The, the depression can feel like a heaviness, it can feel like a density, and it can uh, sound like or, or say, you'll never make it, it's not okay, if you let go, it'll eat you alive. So that's just a thought, it's just an idea. And if you breathe into this presence, which is pure love, I welcome all that's here, I welcome all of these parts of me unconditionally and take a deep breath, breathe all the way into the belly as best you can, soften the shoulders. It's okay for me to feel what I'm feeling right now. Because presence is the medicine. This is the thing I've seen that so blows my mind as a doctor is how healing presence, just the awareness itself is. And then if I'm, it's a willing presence, like I'm willing to feel as I feel, that really allows the energy to move. It creates a very potent space that allows the energy to move. So have compassion for yourself in your pain. There's a whole piece on this in the Mind Body Solution for Depression part of the program um, of how do we meet those spaces with compassion. So, because what we usually do is we try to medicate them, we try to change them, we try to make them go away. It's the opposite. It's like I'm trying to change you versus I fully accept you. That's what this part of us most deeply needs. For me, that's been the antidote to chronic depression. Oh, thank you guys so much for being here. <laughs> thank you for being part of this. The program's at drkimd.com forward slash anxiety. All the information's on the page. We're going to start in a few weeks. September 28th. Thank you. To do the live calls. We will open up the Facebook group um, right around that time so people can come in ahead of time and um, let us know if there are any questions. Do you want to share any last pieces? Um, just like what you were saying about presence, like the reason that the ABC tool are bringing presence to what you're feeling is so powerful is because our true nature really is unconditional love, joy, and peace. And the only reason we wouldn't be living in that is because we're in resistance. And so when you bring awareness with non-judgment, trying to, not trying to make it go away, that's less resistance. Now your body can naturally transmute energy on its own and you can come more into your true nature. So that's why it's so powerful to presence what you're feeling. That's like the most powerful thing I think you can do. Well, thank you for being here with me, Alicia. And thank you everyone joining live or listening to the recording. I know there's lots of other questions coming through. So hopefully this was helpful. Definitely share this with others. There are so many <laughs> living in very severe, oppressive anxiety and depression who maybe have just learned to you know, manage it, which is nothing wrong with that versus actually find ways to dissolve it and create that major foundational change. So I know there are a lot of people ready for this work. Thank you for being here. I'm here every week live at 11 a.m. Mountain for Mind Body TV on my YouTube at Dr. Kim DeRamo. So you can subscribe or uh, in the Mind Body community in Facebook. I look forward to seeing you soon.
You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.